All right. Episode 36. We clarified it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I, I was feeling confident up about that, but then I kind of lost my confidence as soon as I said it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes, episode, this is 36. Yeah, you've really shaken my my confidence in that. But episode 36 <laughs> of True Patriot Podcast, coming at you. Coming at you. What's going on, Jake? Oh, what a week. What a week. Uh, <laughs> we had this. We had, this <laughs> sounds like a Henry filled recap. Let's Actually, go. Henry, uh, he turned four this week. Uh, he had a good week. He had Did a very he? good week. Um, I thought it was yep, two yep. the way he's been acting. Yeah. Well, he has his <laughs> moments, but uh, yeah, he was uh, he was on cloud nine all week. He got to do a mommy Henry date. Uh, on Friday, they went to Legoland, and then we went bowling afterwards, and nice. got him some ice cream and stuff. Yeah, he had a nice, nice weekend. So nice week. So you didn't do the full blown party? No, no, we just opted for the the bowling. Low key, low key. Yeah. I like it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I would have known. I, I had no idea. Wait. I think I might have seen your wife post something on Facebook really barely briefly during my yeah uh scrolls. We're not Isn't super it? big social media people, but she's uh she usually posts something on vacations or kids' birthdays or things like that, special events, but yeah. Yeah, I don't really like I mean I Social media, man, I like it, but I don't. I here we are podcasting, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, yeah. I mean, I love podcasts, and that's kind of yeah. like why I wanted to do one too. But as far as the you know, freaking sharing all this stuff about your family. Yeah, sharing where you are, what you're doing all the time. It does worry you a little bit. And I, I kind of get, I mean, a little paranoid about that sometimes, but you can't let your fears just stop you from doing things. Like, you know, I don't think we're going to get stalkers. We're not like sexy yeah. girls that are, <laughs> <laughs> that are, uh, I don't know, man. I, you, I don't no, know. What I worry about is like pedophiles. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, that like my wife likes to share our kids, right. you know, I do too, but you know, you always got to think about that. Like who's, yeah. but so I, I'm freaking nuts, dude. One night I went through my friends list and my wife's and also like looked through the Muskingum County sex offender registry. And I literally mm -hmm. looked up like every motherfucker, every Every registered sex offender in in our, I think Tri County area, and yeah. made sure they weren't fall they weren't on our friends. <laughs> That's how crazy <laughs> I am, dude. <laughs> See, for me, it's not it's not about you know fear of any of that kind of stuff. Um, it's not I just fear. I just don't think to post stuff. Like my first oh, thought yeah. is never I'm going to post this on social media. It's always, I'm just like trying to live in the moment kind of deal. And, uh, yeah, I just, I never think to put it on, put it out there. Even True. after the fact, I'm like, well, I'm not going to make a post now for something that happened three weeks ago. <laughs> and you know what? 
it's hard to do. Like people think yeah. people see these influencer people, like honestly, posting that often is kind of hard. I mean, yeah, it's not easy. Like I for me, social media is like a job. Like it's hard. And I yeah. do it, but not out of enjoyment. Like I have enough I, jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it like it grows our show, I feel. And it, yeah. the more I share, the more people want to listen to our show and know about us. And that's yeah. really the main reason I post on social media. I'm like, I want you to listen to our show. I want to share positive things and uplift. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the whole reason we made this show to share our voice and happiness and message of patriotism and good family life. And I mean, we throw a little bit of God in there and, mm -hmm. you know, it's the American dream and we're living it. And we just want to highlight that it's still alive. It's still well. And you see so much negative media. We thought yeah. we needed to inject some good stuff. So I want to sure. be a part of the good stuff. And you I think do we're too. doing a good job. That's, I think that's why we started we, the show. <laughs> I think we're doing a good job of kind of you know keeping it light for the most part and bringing positivity. <laughs> we're doing good things here until that until I get triggered. Well, that happens. You were you were very online this week, so uh, we. I feel like we have some trigger <laughs> events coming. No, yeah, maybe. But so Henry <laughs> had a good week. No, no, poop he had a good week. Events. Nope, nope, pretty clean. Well, that's funny because I don't know if my daughter's been listening to True Patriot podcast and getting like inspired, but the Sylvie Sizer has kind of struck pretty hard the last couple weeks since she's been hearing about Sylvie Henry's Sizer. the Sylvie Sizer. Okay. Yeah, she's like started doing this thing where she loves to squeeze out the toothpaste and lotions and soaps and anything she can get pumped or squeezed out of a tube that's Henry. that's just that's just like <laughs> what she's doing that's what she's liking to do and it's freaking been two weeks of why <laughs> yeah what <laughs> well you have i can tell you you have at least a couple more years of that because that's yeah. when <laughs> that's about where henry's still doing that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> so other than yeah so that that happened like, like twice the toothpaste thing it really uh, ground my gears like, <laughs> gosh and you can't heck? put it back in you can't put it back <laughs> in the tube that's the yeah, same so I, <laughs> like when the kid expense is like dude and yeah whenever she's in the bath she just wants to like squeeze out all the freaking soap like yeah and i'm like that's yeah, we, like we've I, had that happen so many times like how much just, right an entire an entire bottle of soap gone after the like how use. much money wasted in soaps <laughs> yeah, yeah. lotions freaking toothpaste yeah. like these kids that you don't think about that in the kid expense dude yeah well my kids only use the like the kids like fruit flavored toothpaste <laughs> they have to get like a special toothpaste oh yeah they um, only have one and and we go through those things so fast no, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we we just cleaned the entire bathroom <laughs> on Saturday, and well, on Saturday morning we cleaned it. By Saturday afternoon, it had toothpaste all over the counter, <laughs> and it's like it's just all the time. It's it's never not there. Drive a good dad nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Dang. So how was your week? Uh, I know you went to, I think you were inspired by me and my wife. I heard you went to Cherry Valley Lodge and skipped your son's yeah. first game. <laughs> went to no, the bourbon it, tasting. It got rained out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So we made a, a last is that what Is that what you auto. told Gary? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they can't. Okay. I can show you the emails. They canceled all the games. Okay. So. Yeah, I can send an email too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all uh, right. So, 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 how was it? It was good. It was good. Uh, we got, they had, I think, like 15 different distillers there. Um, so, some of them that I had never heard of or never tried before. So, I got to try some new ones. Um, yeah. They had, had little uh, class sessions going on every hour they would have a new presenter teaching you about uh different types of bourbons and uh like one guy was talking about how to pair them with food and the effects that uh oh my god different foods have on how they taste and things so like how that. let me know like something how how do you do that what was the advice what do you mean i don't know like how about, do you about like freaking... about the pairings yeah so like... So every, it, he kept saying, uh, this guy sounds you know, like crazy. <laughs> his, his, uh, nickname was whiskey Pete. So, uh, whiskey Pete. yeah, you can, you can tell. So the, the bourbon <laughs> yeah, this is changes, changes how, whatever you're eating tastes yeah. and vice versa. Right. So, uh, if you eat, like he had a, a piece of cheese, uh, that you take a bite of cheese. <laughs> And it kind of it kind of dulled out the uh, the alcohol taste, like the burn from it. So you could taste more of the, uh, I guess the like the wood flavors in it. You know, um, yeah, I guess whiskey. You know, Pete. The the nuts. Uh, he he gave us a nut, and it brought out like the uh, I guess the smokier flavor kind of thing, right? So at each uh-huh. each food brings out like a different. It emphasizes a different profile of the I guess <laughs> different portion of the taste profile right yeah I, I can see Austin well I, Austin went with you I don't know if you mentioned yeah. that but he was on the show I could see Austin just like falling asleep listening to this <laughs> <laughs> no he like enjoyed he it back in high school did but, he I know he likes his bourbon yeah but then they did uh they did like cocktails how to make cocktails uh with bourbon and they just made us a bunch of samples. So we just got a bunch of free samples on top of our normal sounds tastings. Cool. So, but, um, but whiskey Pete, he was from, uh, Brown Foreman who owns Woodford and old Forrester and Jack Daniels. They're like, you know, one of the big players in, in the oh, uh, yeah, liquor, like- liquor industry. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so he, he was telling us how, uh, you know, he's walking through one of their rick houses where they store the barrels. Right. And he asked the master distiller, what's the difference between that barrel and that barrel? And the guy says, uh, 40 proof or 20 proof and $40. <laughs> and he says, what about that barrel and that barrel? He goes, oh, just a hundred dollars. They're same thing. Just a hundred dollars price different. Uh, what? <laughs> so that, I, that when they, when they put them in bottles, they charge a hundred dollars more for one of the barrels than the other one, even though they're the same thing. Yeah, depending so, on where it's going or how it's packaged or 
De- depending on the bottle that it gets put into and the label that's on that bottle. Right? <laughs> oh, it's all like the same. <laughs> it's the same yeah, stuff with a different name. All the same. So right, I'd right, actually okay. been told this during a distillery tour yeah. that I've done in the past where the guy, he said, um, Old Forester and Woodford Reserve are owned by the same company and they just make it all and then put it in two different bottles and charge you an extra 20 bucks for the uh for the woodford bottle yeah gotcha. uh, yep. so so i i confronted whiskey pete about that <laughs> i said yeah. you're telling so what you're telling me is all these barrels are the same and they're going into different bottles and you're charging different prices i said you just confirmed what that guy at that other distillery told me so why would i ever buy another bottle of woodford and he's like well yeah well they mm-hmm. they do completely different styles of, of distilling and you know it's you know, basically backtracking everything he said at that point. So, oh yeah, kind of like, just kind of he just kind of kept talking around in circles and yeah. I'm sure so. they could add like some slight thing that changes the taste in the ever so slightest so, way at the he, very he end. claims he claims that they have a different distilling process, which would make it a different. Yeah, I'm not a big I I don't uh, know into the science of it, but. Yeah, I don't know. You might be on something. Let's, you need to do a blind bourbon test, or I don't. We do, you know. Are to, you are you in, <laughs> dude? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, that'd be rough, yeah. but uh, that'd be expensive. That'd be a lot more expensive than the blind beer test. <laughs> not the, not the way we do it. We're gonna get ten dollar bottles. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> of all the cheap stuff <laughs> you know the good side effect of the blood uh bud light thing is you know everybody knows bud light was my beer mm-hmm. um been drinking a lot less <laughs> since <laughs> since uh i've joined the bud light boycott so that's good because turns out don't like miller light as much <laughs> <laughs> i thought you don't, were going to yingling uh pb i'm a miller light pbr yingling and whatever else they all Drink suck PBR. <laughs> it's <laughs> typical light beer <laughs> dude i i'm not gonna like say <laughs> i didn't like bud light the best because i did but now I, i'm just but you did but you didn't in the blind taste test you didn't <laughs> well i don't know it well i my top was yingling and pbr and heineken those just like are the only ones that tasted different i think that's why i liked them in that moment i'm not i don't know they stood out i think you just like the cans the cans your brain has has trained your eyes to to like the blue cans blue cans i like blue i like blue cans yeah um that's what it is anyways what the hell are we talking about (laughs) gosh (laughs) uh whiskey pete and the bourbon tasting yeah 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 so how how the rest of the bourbon tasting go besides your was, classes? So just a big good. like room and there's a bunch of booths, booths set up and stuff or. Yeah. Yeah. They had how it uh, was. all the distillers were on one side. They had the setup in the back with a little stage for people to present on. And then they had, uh, you know, like food sitting out that you could come up and get. And then they had like a uh, little shops, like little craft stores in the, uh, in the back interesting yeah so did you find some some hidden gems some something you like that 
you didn't know about or yeah uh actually found one um it's a veteran owned um distillery in indianapolis uh called hotel tango um okay they uh yeah they had some good whiskey um cool story um so yeah they had one they had one that i think you would even like it was marshmallow flavored it's like (laughs) sitting by a campfire it was it was pretty good sounds good so did you like could you like buy bottles there or what no you couldn't buy bottles but i think i've seen some of their stuff on the shelf so i'm sure you can get or hotel what'd you say hotel Hotel tango hotel tango yeah um, hey. But the best the best part of going up to that stand was uh, the girls that they had working the stand that were pouring the drinks. As soon as we walked up to her, she looks at Austin and starts making fun of him because he was wearing a Miller Light shirt. She's like, "Who wears a light beer shirt to <laughs> to a bourbon tasting?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were gonna say, "Oh my god, you guys are the hosts of the True Patriot <laughs> podcast." I listen to your show every week. <laughs> That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, if they're from Indiana, I think that our Indiana listeners are pretty low. We're mainly te- uh, Texas, Ohio. Uh, what what was uh, Michigan? I think Virginia. Virginia's I don't know how. Yeah, that's our domain. So, So did you stay at Cherry Valley Lodge? No, we got picked up. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. So did you get your money's worth? I think so. It was a good time. It yeah. was uh, it was expensive, but it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I called you and you said that's where you were. I'm like, can I come? And uh, <laughs> you said, yeah, tickets are 130 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Easy pass for a guy that doesn't like bourbon. <laughs> yeah so they had you get for that 130 bucks you get 12 tokens um and they give you a little glass uh tasting glass um but you get 12 tokens and you exchange the tokens for bourbon but some of the the rarer the higher end bourbons are more than one token so oh my some of them gosh Sounds up like to a- four up to four tokens so if you got that one, I mean, if you got all the four token ones, you'd only end up with three drinks. So wow, yeah. dude, I'd be. I that doesn't sound fun for me. That's a but, lot of money. But most of them, most of them were only one. So, so like, how much bourbon did you one. get in a glass? Like it was like ounce? a like a one ounce pour. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> you could buy, but you could also buy more tokens. They were eight dollars a piece. But you can't. <laughs> The knowledge isn't free that you've learned. Right. <laughs> it's a cost. <laughs> That's the cost. Yeah. That's the cost. Well, anything else you want to hit in the intro? No. You, how was your week? I don't think you gave us a... Oh. Uh, my week? really say much about yours, yeah. I don't know. You know, I just kind of like to focus on your life during the intro. Uh oh. I do have an interesting life, I guess. You do. I mean, it's <laughs> the real storyline here. I mean, <laughs> um, my week, gosh, what happened? Like I said, the Sylvie Sizer struck. Um, mm-hmm. We ended up going up to Easton 
this uh weekend to spend some of Stella and Jess's. It was uh both of their birthdays last weekend and we went yep. up to the Columbus to the big uh mall and Jess wanted to get a new Apple Watch and uh nice. she did. Yeah, she had a series two. I think they're on series eight now. She's <laughs> it was time to come up with the times and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. Uh we went to the American Girl Doll store. Ah, <laughs> oh. like, yeah. I mean, I'm a girl dad, man. That's. I thought I thought you were boycotting them. I didn't say I was boycotting them. <laughs> I I've I've said uh, I said what they. Trust me, they're a little. There's a little bit of propaganda in there. I've seen the. Uh, there's like LGBTQT doll section in there, and the, what we mentioned on the show before is. There's the book. a book, a book yeah. talking about, yeah, the book, man. That that's where, where <laughs> really like kind of threw me off. That's where we talked about on the show. There's a book that talks about like the genders and I think transitioning and everything else. But anyways, yeah. like I said, just like the Disney thing, they've done some things that's not really in my cool in my values. But I'm not gonna deny my kids like. A normal life either you You're know right. they love that store they love baby dolls they're <laughs> american girls but they're made in china but whatever <laughs> it's american girl doll <laughs> and that's what the girls love so i i'm gonna do the best i can to you know make them happy and have a childhood they love and live the american dream as far as yeah. i can see it so they love that store uh my and oh gosh, it's so pricey in there. You wouldn't believe it. Oh yeah. Oh, they got it down, man. <laughs> it's incredible. I almost sent you a Snapchat like of the girls running around, and I was just gonna be like, send you one of those like my life. <laughs> but like oh, to see, I got a picture of Stella walking out of there with you know she spent one hundred thirty dollars of her birthday money. But it was really hard to like steer in the right direction of what was a good deal because some of that stuff is such a rip off. Like yeah. you, you will spend. So they buy they buy a doll, which Stella already has one. But then they can just keep going back to buy the accessories and the clothes. Like mm -hmm. one outfit is like fifty bucks. Like little tiny baby doll clothes, dude. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> and then that's crazy. It only goes up from there. There's like anything you can think of as far as to upsell it's like an endless freaking rabbit hole of yeah every accessory even the baby dolls you can buy a baby doll for for the baby for doll. the baby doll <laughs> <laughs> you can buy you get like it's an endless rabbit hole of american girl doll crap dude it's crazy so like my daughter was really wanting a baby doll for her baby doll and then the fucking <laughs> shit the shit for the baby it's it's like Inception. It's like the baby doll within the baby doll, and then you got to buy the yeah. baby the baby doll's baby's things. Yeah, <laughs> you need clothes for the baby's baby, the baby doll. doll's baby doll. It's ridiculous. Now, dude. can you get a baby doll for the baby doll for the baby doll? <laughs> you probably could. But, so you go in there, like Russian nesting dolls, and yeah. there's like um, there's this you can make an appointment, and there's like a station for. Like the girls, like to 
you bring your doll in and there's like a, a hair salon and they like do the doll's hair and that's like 25 bucks which is actually is decently priced and then there's like a bistro where you can eat lunch with your baby doll and they have all the little it's mm. just like dude it's crazy yeah but whatever so we did that and still was happy and like i said she had she got like 300 bucks for her birthday which is awesome like can't thank my yeah friends and family enough but we only let her spend 130 bucks there i felt like we got out of there pretty good i mean yeah dude there's like crap in there like it's like 300 400 500 bucks like the camper set and the there's it's like endless it's endless and they're all like you can buy the uh classroom set for freaking 400 bucks and you get all this crap and there's like <laughs> there's like 50 different displays of three, four, five hundred dollar ticket items and your kids in there just loving it and wants it. And <laughs> you're just like, uh, what about this? <laughs> what about this thing that's ninety dollars? Hey, $90. So, <laughs> so <laughs> we ended up getting her a ninety dollar like gymnastics set, which was pretty good deal as far as yeah, everything else went. Because my I got my girls in gymnastics. And yep. now they're American Girl Dolls into gymnastics too. So. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> right, right. We got out of there and that whole day went pretty well. Um, and that yeah. was, that's all I can really say about this week. We, I mean, I spent my work week at the Vanadium plant once again. We'll probably wrap up that job next week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about you? all I got, dude. Uh, pretty uh, good week, really. So, yeah. You got a Patriot this week? I do. Uh, my Patriots of the week are... I thought you would. <laughs> uh, I've got the Portage County Sheriff's Deputies and the Wisconsin uh, DNR officers um, who were called to a... Uh, a woman had called called them... Uh, about a bobcat that was stuck in her car. She heard a noise and she thought she hit something. So she got out of her car and realized that the, uh, that there was a bobcat stuck in her front bumper. (laughs) It was just like laying back there. I mean, you could see it. Um, she's got one of those, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like a grill on the, on the front bumper. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you could see the bobcat just like laying back here hissing and then they <laughs> it wouldn't come up, out <laughs> so yeah i mean the deputies are like i don't really know what to do here so they uh they called in the dnr wdnr i guess wisconsin dnr uh officers and they were able to they had this like big long stick you know kind of like what you'd see uh like uh guys taking dogs to the pound they got right. those big long sticks and they <laughs> with a they with pull, the hoop they, on the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wrangle their they, neck. Yep. They pull it out and that thing starts going nuts. It's like yeah. trying to trying to like jump up and bite their faces off. And they just oh, end up just throwing it into the back of a pickup truck uh that had like a cover on the bed and slammed the, <laughs> the tailgate real quick. And uh <laughs> they're like so just, everybody's just what? standing around looking like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> so who's the patriots here the dnr or the dnr 
Okay. The, the DNR. <laughs> so I got a funny story that kind of relates to that. Okay. Um, so we were driving, uh, me, dad, and Clayton. We were doing a hitch. Uh, it was a job. We worked there like four months, probably four or five months out in more close to Morgantown, West Virginia, mm-hmm. which was like, um, gosh, two and a half hour drive, maybe three yeah. out there. Yeah. So we kept, uh, we were driving one morning and dad kept saying, he said, I think I hear a cat meowing. I'm like, and we're thinking, me and Claire are like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what do you mean you hear a cat meowing? Because <laughs> like, we didn't hear anything. He said, I swear. When I slow down or something, he said, I just hear a cat. He said, I hear a cat. <laughs> like, he said that multiple at yeah. multiple times during our commute to uh, West Virginia. And lo and behold, when we finally got to the job for the on Monday, um, there was a cat meowing. And there was a cat up underneath the front bumper right by the radiator fan. <laughs> and it was in wow. there. And we had a what? hard time getting it out. Just like the D- old DNR. I have no idea. It was winter times. I know that's why that cat crawled up in there to stay oh, warm. Sure. I don't know uh, about the bobcat. It seems like a weird... I mean, it's still cold at night uh, yeah. this time of year. But, dude, it was nestled up in so there underneath the yours front Yours is like a, like a regular house cat. Yeah, it was a, it was a <laughs> cat. It was a normal cat. A bobcat, okay. house cat. Same, same kind Cousins. of brain, right? Yeah, cousins. cousins. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, I, I just, we could not believe that that cat rode there like that. I'm telling you, yeah. this cat's body was an inch from their get, <laughs> from getting freaking chopped up by the radiator fan oh for like God. three, three hours. I couldn't, we, we all couldn't believe it. It was yeah. crazy, but that is crazy. It's, uh, you know, somewhere you should check every morning to uh, <laughs> see if there's any critters up in there. <laughs> Right, nope. uh, my patriot. Did you see this video of a? Uh, there's a pizza guy in uh, Pennsylvania. It was Middle Middleton, Pennsylvania. Okay, this was last Sunday, but um, Tyler Morell of Coco's Pizza was making a delivery, and he found himself in a predicament. He was uh, this was captured on a ring camera. Or like a mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, ring or what are the others? I don't, I don't. Yeah, really know. doorbell like, camera. Door camera. Yeah. This guy was trying to deliver a pizza, and he gets caught in the middle. There's a high speed chase going on down the road, and he looks around and like <laughs> he kind of starts cussing at the guy that obviously can't hear him. He's like, "Don't you hit my car!" Blah blah blah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, he's he, getting pissed." He was <laughs> agitated that there was. uh you know, a criminal around, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he turns around and, you know, eventually this is all, ca- it was an amazing video. Mm-hmm. It was all captured on the mm-hmm. ring doorbell and the, the car screeches around, nearly hits his car and then keeps going and then eventually hits another car. Then you see the suspect fleeing on foot and the cops chase them. Well, the pizza guy, <laughs> he, he has the pizza in hand and he runs down the suspect and trips him. Kicks him, gives him a few cussing, uh, 
these cuss words like and then he's walked back up and delivers the pizza completely unscathed he didn't drop the pizza i don't even i think the pizza state like he tripped him so nonchalantly yeah it was just an awesome thing so i really don't know tyler's past or whatever we usually don't vet these patriots of the week but <laughs> that was an awesome moment and he earns my Patriot of the Week, Tyler Morrell from Coco's Pizza in uh, Middleton Township, Pennsylvania. There you go. Yeah, that was, a, video. that was a really cool video. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually read the article and I didn't see the video. And then I, when I saw the video, it was like laugh out loud funny. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a great video. <laughs> Just what do you need to Google? Like pizza yeah. guy trips suspect. Google that. Yeah. It's great. We might we'll <laughs> probably post it. Yeah. But. With my luck, Tyler's like a freaking convicted <laughs> pedophile or something. But <laughs> we'll just, for now, in this moment that we live in the present, he is my patriot of the week. <laughs> oh, man. Shoot. Well, are you going to leave this real talk this week? or <laughs> I guess. It was really uh, last minute. So yeah, I was actually I hadn't heard from you yet because when we when we tried to talk yesterday, I was at that bourbon event. I hadn't heard from you today <laughs> about what our real talk was going to be. Yeah. So I so I threw out. I guess it's going to be real talk. Just figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> Which we'll is kinda, out. it kind of scares me because <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what we did on the um, Clayton and Valentine episode. Yeah, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> no, the, what was that one? That was adaptability. Yeah, this is different. This adapt- is fi- this, this is figuring. This is this is this is figuring it out. <laughs> so I don't know. I often find myself in a figure uh, it out moment in in situations where I just got to figure it out, and I am winging it, making it up as I go. <laughs> uh, and actually, right now is one of those moments. <laughs> there is um. A lot of things where the whole figure it out, adapt, like it's like, it's kind of like, it's like part of being a man, right? It's like the (laughs) American mindset. It's like, yeah, yeah, figure it out. Like that spurs so much, so many thoughts in my head, honestly. It does. does. Like so many looking back on my life and there, I mean, anytime, like there's so many, like, just figure it out moments and it's really mm-hmm. I, it, it's easy to just say but it's kind of like it it's stupid but it, it is a powerful thing to think about um you know i don't know I, a lot of people get real stressed out in those figure it out moments and they look to somebody to tell them what to do right yeah um, and from a, a young age i've just found i don't know if everyone's like this, but I've just found myself being that guy people look at and, (laughs) you know, I've kind of always prided myself on that, but when you, when you don't have that guy, like when it's your family on the line, um, that's when crap changes, right? When you're, when you start your own family, even if you're never that leader that you, you're typically not the leader. Um, when you once you start a family, 
that has to change. And mm-hmm. it's a kind of a pivotal moment and you got a hell of a lot of figuring out to do. And no one cares what type of person you've been before or what type of mm-hmm. person you are when you go to work or this or that or the other. Your kids don't care about that and your wife don't care about that. When you start a family, figuring out is your job. You got to <laughs> right. figure it out. Um, that's kind of what that made me think about. Like that can relate to everybody. Like mm-hmm. you are in charge of so many things when you decide to drop down on that knee and ask someone to be your wife and start a family. And I mean, that's, that's kind of where that led me. Um, you know, there's a lot of figuring out to do when you, I, become a man you're not a boy anymore and you know you gotta figure out a lot of people dwell on this that are in the 20s to 30s when should i have a kid (laughs) you know some people don't get to decide decide (laughs) right 16 and pregnant yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know i I always yeah i always think of it and you know when when it comes to figuring it out, where I see it most is um, being a homeowner, right? And I'm th- oh, I'm the dad, yeah. I'm the man of the house. And when things go wrong, I got to figure it out. Now, right. I'm not a really handy guy. <laughs> oh um, yeah, yeah. That's but, the, that's the but I'm getting better. <laughs> but I'm getting better because yeah. I I I figure things out, right? So I I always like to say I you know I. I know a little bit about a lot. Uh, there are many, many, many topics that I can have a somewhat intel- intelligent conversation on. Right. Um, right. I know, I know just a little bit that I can hold a conversation about it, but there's not a whole bunch of things that I know everything about. <laughs> You're an expert in steel. So I'm very good at, well, even so when I, when I got my first job in steel, I was right out of college. Right. Didn't know Jack. <laughs> I, t- I took, I did not take any steel classes in college. I didn't know anything about making steel. Like I knew, I knew you had to melt it and refine <laughs> it and then cast it. Right. Uh, yeah. But, but I didn't know how all of that stuff was done. Right. It's I had a, to figure it out. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And you I mean, get, you get thrown into this leadership position because yeah. you're a chemical engineer at a steel mill. That's, forced to put out a high quality product mm-hmm. and you're figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. You had to figure a lot out. I've um, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm still, the thing is I'm still trying to figure it out. There's a lot that I don't know. And uh, you know, right. When, when people leave uh, you know, when my coworkers leave, um, they had they had the information they had the knowledge because they've been doing it for the last 30 years and now they're gone i can't just go back and ask them when i have a question i gotta figure it out (laughs) so here's the thing there's like kind of two ways to figure it out right so mm -hmm. here's the here's the way that didn't used to be there that we're really blessed with a lot you can figure a lot of crap out if you have an internet connection and yep. two, two or three, yeah, I think you need, well, you need one appendage that can type 
<laughs> and then you can you can figure out a whole hell of a lot just by googling um Google. your problem YouTube, youtube no matter no matter what to. you have no matter what your problem is there's probably a video uh, on it on YouTube. there's a video there's a class there's probably free content on yeah. what your problem is De definitely. probably on youtube i mean that honestly that's where a lot of like your home ownership stuff diy mm -hmm. your strap for cash something breaks you ain't got yeah. the money to replace it you heck you don't even have the money to hire a repairman you're so freaking broke mm -hmm. so yeah. you're you become mr do it yourself <laughs> danny dipshit homeowner freaking <laughs> i'm a freaking washer repairman this week right you know i'm a working on you know you're you're just Andy getting by and you're, like you're figuring it out on youtube and honestly it can save you thousands and it helps yeah. you know that just by you can sit there if you even if you don't have the dad or brother or cousin that he can help you in you know, real mm -hmm. life, like you, the, the, the good thing about the internet and as all this information is like out there and it's been ha being put out there and still accessible since like 2005, like it's, it's yeah. there and it's a very short snippet of the knowledge that people need. But as far as like the homeownership stuff and leading the house kind of things, that's really helpful. But when you get mm -hmm. into more nuanced things, um, there's a lot of knowledge out there that's not on the internet and that's just the fact. And, and that's a lot of the big money stuff, <laughs> mm. like, like the stuff you got to figure out at the steel company or the stuff I've learned in the last, you know, 15 years of paying attention to the excavation industry. There's stuff there that the old guys know. And that they don't write in books about systems and processes that exist that you need to know to be successful in what you're doing. And if you don't open your mouth and ask, you're going to have to learn it uh, by trial and error, which would take way longer, or having good mentors and asking questions and having the humility to mm -hmm. admit you don't know it all and yeah. open your mouth and ask, you know, because if you, if you don't, if you're going to, be a cocky young prick and act like you know everything you're never gonna know everything you're not even gonna come no. freaking close yeah um, you have I, to know what you don't know right right you, I you, mean, have to, you have to be willing to admit it but so you got two swords to swing you got the internet and to have humility and to you know learn Ask from actual people yeah. around you yeah yeah so i mean that's that's how i figure it out and it ain't yep. always easy and you know Sometimes the answer isn't there. Sometimes you do have to <laughs> just try something. You can't, yeah. you, you can't, you also can't be the person we've talked about this before that doesn't take action and sitting there looking for mm -hmm. the best answer, like for way too long. And in the meantime, life's passing you by and you look like an idiot and you look weak and you're, mm -hmm. you literally could have tried something that didn't work and then rerouted and tried something better by the time you've wasted trying to look something up on Google, like you gotta, it's mm. nuanced. So yeah. Hey, really another nuanced, another good example of figuring it out. Uh, you remember the first couple episodes that we had and <laughs> trying to get those things edited, <laughs> you had to figure uh -huh. it out, man. Um, yeah. I mean, 
you basically became a, a producer <laughs> just <was> overnight. <laughs> no, yeah. the wizard helped us. Now. The wizard helped us big time. Yeah. Maybe we'll get him on the show one day. We should. We should. He's hard to capture. He's like a yeah. He's 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 a brilliant dude. I have to say, um, yeah, he he knew I would figure it out. That's that's what he told me. Like yeah. after um, he showed me what to do, and he didn't know everything either. But he gave me a base knowledge, and I had a will to do something. And mm-hmm. there we go. That's all you really need. Like there's a lot of things a man can figure out anything, but there's also like priorities and stuff like <laughs> and time and time restrictions and time, time restrictions <laughs> like yes. you know you don't want to not take out you don't want to you can't do everything like we've talked yeah. about that before too um but you can't figure everything out like you can figure mm-hmm. out it's best for me to like if your hvac is going haywire i don't know if it's going to be the best idea for you to freaking google how to freaking <laughs> You know, work on your air conditioning unit while your wife and newborn are freaking sweating, and it's going to take your <laughs> your dumbass yeah. five days to fix it. You know, you can just call. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's it's nuanced things, but there's a lot you can do, and there's a lot you shouldn't. And mm-hmm. you know, I I think it's a good topic. It it kind of it kind of spurred a lot of thoughts in my mind, and but at at the end of the day, yeah. you know, the people that look to you to figure out the most is your wife and your kids and it's your obligation when you decide to start a family to figure that out and Mm -hmm. um you know they don't care all they care about is if there's food on the table Mm -hmm. and a bed to sleep in and you better figure that out or and air conditioning (laughs) (laughs) hey i actually i mean (laughs) i guess i kind of got in the air conditioning too much because I grew up without it. Maybe yeah. heat. 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 You can heat. freeze it. That it have. I don't really. I don't. Where we live, it can not really get hot enough to kill us. So, uh, it could. It's, that is, it's very. It's very rare, but it could. At the bare minimum, you better figure out how to get some heat in that home, homeboy. Yeah, because if you would. if it gets cold, then <laughs> you also run into problems with plumbing. Um, and then you got to yeah. become a, a, an HVAC guy and a plumber at the same time. <laughs> See, <laughs> and a janitor. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of figuring out, here's something I just had to figure out. So we went to the trampoline park with the mm-hmm. kids, and yeah. we, we had a good time. Well, but I actually figured out how to hit the freaking jackpot on this one game. <laughs> it was like a little, yeah. it was a skilled game. So anyways, mm-hmm. I got like 2000 tickets at nice. the, uh, yeah, which is pretty, there's like an arcade. So sorry. There's yeah. a, there's a trampoline jump park, which is about half of the experience. And the other half is mm-hmm. your kid gets tired and you play games in the arcade. And I, I figured out how to get a crap ton of tickets. Right. Nice. I felt real good about that. And uh, the kids were at the where you redeem the tickets, just going haywire, which is <laughs> awesome. Like I was like, I never had yeah. this many tickets when I was a kid. So they bought a bunch yeah. of crap. And uh, <laughs> one of the things they bought was fart putty, which is like slime. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was you like push slime. It down, push it down in the jar. And it you push it down noise. in the jar. And go. Pfft. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so during the car ride, how do people home, think of these things? <laughs> well, whoever they are, they need sued because on the way home, Stella <laughs> dropped it and it fell in the crack uh, between the carpet and the door. There's a bunch of slime. Like, and then I kind of really didn't think much of it when we were driving home. Still said, I dropped my slime or whatever, my fart putty or whatever. (laughs) And anyways, the whole ride home, it was soaking into the carpet of the car. It was like a slimy, shitty substance, right? (laughs) When I got home, I opened the door. Stella looks over. She Stella opened the door. She like unbuckles herself now because she's five. She said, yeah. I knew I should. I knew you should have stopped and picked up my slime. I just knew it. She's like screaming. I'm like, what's wrong? And, and then I look and it's just like caked into the carpet. I'm like, oh, God. And then, uh, like, uh, Jess is all stressed out. Dude, I'm stressed out. Just, I'm stressed out slime. just listening to this story. <laughs> I hate slime. I hate kinetic sand. Any stupid product <laughs> like that has been invented in the last 10 years for kids, it, they're all yeah. awful. They're all awful. I hate them, and they're all from China, and they need banned and sued, tarred and feathered. Uh, anyways, so how all this carpet? We have, we have a nice car. So Jess was, like, really concerned, and I was trying to figure out how to freaking clean it up, right? I, I got mm-hmm. the bounties out. I, I was actually scraping it with my fingernails. Cause I didn't really, I don't give a crap. Like yeah. I was like scraping it with my nails to like, get it out of the carpet. It's so nasty. It's like so soaked in and slimy. The worst thing ever. Eventually I got a spoon from inside the house and I was scraping it out of the carpet with a spoon. It's like scraping snot up, but <laughs> like I, I cleaned it up the best I could but it's still like there. I had to scrape it with a spoon and uh, I got some carpet cleaner eventually, but it was like an hour of, I hate that crap, dude. I just mm. wanted to throw that out there. Gosh, it was awful. Like my nails, I could not scrape it good enough with my nails. I had to go to the spoon, figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody did you end gets... up getting it all? Yeah, it looks good now. It was awful, awful okay. experience. Have you ever had to deal with the kinetic sand? Like, oh, oh yeah, of course. Isn't that awful? It is, but it's what? better than slime. Slime's awful. Slime and <laughs> carpet, dude. Bad. That sound. That sounds terrible. It was freaking, freaking like forty thousand dollar freaking car, with slime all over it. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, figured it out. I didn't Google that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's kind of intuitive, I think. But it's you got like you figured a, it out. Sometimes you got to deal with what you got. Yeah, that might be a different real talk. That's a good real talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what was happening on the uh, current events waves? Yeah, I didn't really pay too much attention to the news this week, to be honest. Um, do we have an update on Bud Light, maybe? <laughs> you know I got an update on Bud Light. <laughs> I knew you would. I was counting on it. Um, Alyssa Heinersheed, who we've talked mm-hmm. about before, before the VP of uh, marketing for Bud Light, um, she is taking a leave of absence this week. Nice. 
<laughs> so, and she has, been, she has been replaced. Somebody has taken her spot <laughs> as the VP of marketing, and she has taken a leave of absence. I think that's Bud called Light. getting fired. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Bud Light's not going to fire. But and and I think they've kind of their sales have declined. I think they've kind of downplayed it a little bit. But mm-hmm. when you're taking a leave of absence after you make a major marketing move. <laughs> Probably not the best vibe going on. Probably not the best idea. I don't think, I think it's going to be, like I said before, a bloody summer for Anheuser-Busch. And, you know, they're about to supposed to see their uptick in sales and it's probably not going to happen, but (laughs) we'll see. It's a story to be played out and touched upon as the year goes on. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, I also saw, did you see Trump has returned to Facebook and IG? Oh, yeah? You didn't see that? I did not see that. Like I said, I'm not a big social media guy. So he was previously banned from like that stuff, remember, when he was like right. actually, actually the president? <laughs> <laughs> and then they, so they unbanned him, but he said he's not coming back. Yeah, they unbanned him a while a little a while ago. Isn't that funny? Like now that he's a criminal. <laughs> now yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> so now he's unbanned. Uh because everything they banned him from before is actually wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And uh anyways, he came back but only to push his second round of digital trading cards. <laughs> 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 he's he you know, we talked about this before. He has the mm-hmm. Trump digital trading cards, which I think you bought a few, right? $100 a piece. I did not. I, <laughs> I just missed the sale. I tried to log on. I was just, I was, I think he was selling what, like 10,000 of them. And I, and, I uh, saw he, he said he, he, he got on a little, uh, it was like freaking living in 2019 again. He got on a little Trump social media rant real quick (laughs) he said something about five million dollars so whatever the math is there divided by a hundred fifty thousand might have been fifty thousand cards because he said he made five million bucks nice because he was quick to brag about how much money he made off his cards after they (laughs) sold out so he made a post about the cards and then like uh it, it was only maybe 20 hours later they sold out or maybe less than that but his second post was a post to brag about it was like a <laughs> humble brag post like yeah. that his cars had sold out and how much money there's nothing humble them. about it there's nothing humble about it it's just a brag <laughs> it's a total trump brag <laughs> in tr- true trump fashion which true trump fashion it can either piss you off or you love it like i think it's yeah. hilarious like it is hilarious he like can't even <laughs> He had to talk about how much the first the first post was promoting the cars and the second one was like <laughs> bragging about how much money he made <laughs> off the freaking cards, <laughs> which no one cares. And yeah. I'm sure anybody who bought those cards are glad, you know, it's money to fund Trump's run is really what it right. is. It, it's not like I don't think anybody's I mean, some people are buying those cards and flipping them. Yeah, it's probably happening again. I mean, I, I don't know if it, it's going to have enough steam for round three. <laughs> Could you imagine if Trump wins presidency again? What if the Trump trading cards actually become the 
United States currency, and, <laughs> and we're just like total idiots not buying these cards. Like the the Trump cards will become like ten thousand dollar bills. <laughs> hey, you I'm, never know. I'm getting FOMO, a uh, fear of missing out. You uh, definitely need to get these. Get in on need, the second round. Like you need like five of them, maybe. Like, what if Trump becomes president? Can you imagine, like, dude, this, <laughs> these Trump cards are gonna be something. Like, they they are good. They're gonna be, but they're hundred bucks. And I didn't I didn't jump on. I saw the post like ten minutes after he made. I could have bought some, but you should have. I I don't know if he's gonna win. I I hope he will win. I, I don't know if it's a good investment. I don't know either. But don't <laughs> you think a, it's, it's a it's a terrible investment. <laughs> but don't you think if Trump becomes president, he'll try to do something else with these cards? Like maybe I don't know. Just saying. Just I, I mean, I, I'm not I, buying I the cards, but I'm just saying, just throwing that. I don't out think there. so. I don't think he will try to do something. But I wouldn't be surprised if he did. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> yeah, be funny. Uh, the other things I saw um, was, gosh, there was a Title IX bill uh, in the works. Uh, it was to protect. Uh, it was in the House of Representatives. It was a bill mm-hmm. to ban transgenders from, I think it was high school and college sports. It was mm-hmm. a Title IX deal. Um, it passed. So that's good. Um, I'm glad they're banning biological males from competing in biological women's sports. I don't understand Uh, why this is even controversial or why we even, why we're even talking about it. So here's the thing. The political battlegrounds have been set on this issue. Every single Republican voted. Yes. Ban transgenders from women's sports. Every single Democrat voted. No. That's really, it's a big issue, um, and the the battle lines are drawn. But that's how everything is. It's always that way. Yeah, all but the Republicans vote one way, and all the Democrats vote the other. I don't think it's and ever. That's been why we're in, in the problem that we're in. I don't think it's been in that way so much that if it actually affects people's kids as right now, that that affects both sides a lot. I, yeah, I feel absolutely. You know. Like we have all like that is actually, you know, if something like that, if the wording was different in another, uh, say a bill came to the floor that says this bill is going to allow, this isn't what was on the table, but this was a bill, you know, to protect the way things are right now, uh, say, you know, a different bill gets put out there, you know, that it's kind of what you're voting for, Mm -hmm. you know, and. I'm a father of two girls like that are about to be competing in high school sports. Like, do, I, sure. do you really want to see all the record books that they will? If, if transgender boy, I don't even know what you call them. If biological males that are taking female hormones in high school were allowed to compete against biological females, they're going to, they're, they're physically superior. They're all the record books will eventually be erased. Like yeah. n- not instantly, but over a it's, quick period of time the it's pretty looks, simple really yeah it's the it's, th- so the we have we have gender divisions for a reason right 
Right. Like, yeah. That's so you can, if you don't want to, if you want to allow biological men to compete in women's sports, get rid of women's sports, make all the girls play men's sports. I'm not in favor of that, but that's, it makes no. more sense that way than it, they just, <laughs> than they, letting <laughs> boys play girl sports. Um, the other thing that you could do is make anyone transitioning, which regardless of whether it's a girl transitioning to a boy or a boy transitioning to a girl, they all have to compete in the men's game. They all play <laughs> the boys' sports. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they need their own league. I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not enough, and I don't. People can do whatever they want, but yeah. You know, yeah. anyways, I, know. I, you know me, I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big sports fan, right? And ha having the competitive balance is absolutely critical to to sports. This is, you know, my passion on this yeah. topic is is solely based on the love of the game, right? All right. Um, just on sports, and it's nothing political. It's like, nothing. Like it's nothing we, religious. Um, it is only, only about the sport. Like we ban, we, you know, we ban and tarnish people from sports if they take too much of the uh, freaking testosterone. If they're right. a male, it's the same thing. If if it, there's a freaking, it's just too many gray lines and too many gray. Yeah. If you're a female taking artificial testosterone to turn yourself into a male, like I, th this usually doesn't go this way. They're not going to reach the peak performance of a biological male. I mean, maybe they could i don't know like no one know. knows you know that's know. that's a science thing but like mm -hmm. say a male transitioning into a woman takes xyz hormone like that you know a a biological female who's not transitioning is probably illegal for her to take like th 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 there's all these banned substances and there's so many gray areas like how comes a biological female could take testosterone but a biological male can't and they're competing in the same sport like it's just right. it's just all messed up dude it is it's too it's crazy they it should just crazy they can compete in, i think they should just compete in sports but they're gonna have to compete in the sports that their biological gender is and if if you're gonna be transgender that's just something you're gonna have to get over that's just yeah. one of them things and you if the, it's a really a court you're not if, if you're going to be transgender maybe being a college professional athlete's not going to be something for you you maybe skirt through high school and be a little bit uncomfortable and it's probably not going to be a thing you're going to want to pursue after that i mean yeah. that's what i'm saying and i don't know if that's know. right but gosh it it, it, it kind of yeah, I think they should just, they're just going to have to be a little bit uncomfortable and compete in the sport that they were bi biologically born in high school. I'm just going to have to deal with it. It's growing pains, man. And then whoever you become after high school is who you are. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine if you're transgender. But these, these sports are. There's too many gray areas for you to speak, compete. The, the, your natural hormones have taken their toll either way. Like if you're a man trying to transition into a female, you're going to have a lasting competitive advantage from the testosterone your mm -hmm. body has already had. 
mm-hmm. before you've made this decision to transition like that just like a man that's why they ban and suspend people i i think they should be harsher on the rules when they some guy gets popped for steroids competing in the nfl mma mm-hmm. xyz they've done this sh- crap for years and their body yeah. has reaped the rewards their bones are bigger they're stronger their muscles are bigger even if they're off the sauce mm-hmm. they've still reaped the re- the rewards of yeah. cheating for so Absolutely. long that a lot of these guys that get away with it the repeat offenders i, I feel like the um suspensions should be harsher because that would prevent people from doing it, but it's also entertainment factor. People like seeing these guys running four twos and mm-hmm. and weighing uh like two hundred and thirty pounds. So, mm-hmm. but it, it it's like you take your your body absorbs hormones, and that doesn't just go away just because you change your mind on what sex you want to be. Like you you have a physical advantage. That's that's what I'm trying to get out here. Here, yes, but. I digress. Gosh. Com- yes. Like you said, complicated subject, and we both get passionate about it because I was, uh, we're both athletes, and yeah. you're a really passionate sports fan and keep up on things. And, you know, I tried, I, I competed in college. I took my athletic abilities to the highest of my ability. And, you know, it's something we're both passionate about. And, we got to protect the kids like the, mm. the 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 game like it, it won't be cool to see uh biological men and women's sports thing it, it's kind of hurts the hurts them more than anybody yeah. yep but um uh, other other news gosh what what uh there was a lot of like there's some rioting going on yeah. a lot of um I think it I don't know his name. It was uh there's a it was a Kansas City event. There was a guy named Andrew Lester, who's like an eighty-four year old white man. Yeah, eighty-four year old white Kansas City man shot a black teen. And um he's a sixteen year old Ralph Ural shot him twice after mistakenly ringing his doorbell. And that uh, spurred some protests and a lot of other, you know, social justice. Yeah. You know, the media ate that up. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, Ralph, the 16-year-old black uh, teenager, he was shot twice, but he's he's alive. And uh, that spurred some protests and stuff. And I, I saw a bunch of videos out of Chicago like a a massive massive protest with kids running amok and raiding stores and everything else mm-hmm. in the name of the social media outrage, you know. Yeah. And I just saw a bunch of that crap and anytime, you know, I I'm I'm sad for that. I'm sad for both parties that mm-hmm. the 84-year-old man was scared about, you know, like somebody trying to get in his door he doesn't know how old he is and i feel bad for the kid like even if he had he said he rang the wrong doorbell which gosh i you know who knows what the kid was doing if he was yeah honestly trying to get home or if he's playing ding dong ditch or 
whatever, you know, he, he sure did ring the, the wrong doorbell. <laughs> you know, I yeah. feel that's awful. Yeah. And especially if the kid was just whatever, you know, right. especially if the kid was playing ding dong ditch or what, or actually just he, had the wrong if he, house. If he actually <laughs> just rang the wrong door, that's awful. That's yes, absolutely. I mean, he, even if he was playing ding dong ditch, it's, it's still awful. Right. It's, yeah. Like I, I, when I was a kid, I played ding dong ditch. I, I don't yeah. think when I was 16, <laughs> but eh, you know, probably not. You know, the kids in Kansas City, he's, he's living in a big city. Gosh, they're probably bored. They don't have much crap to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's awful. And it's awful that the news takes off with something like that because you know they're just trying to sprout this division because there's a lot of other stuff that happened this week, you know, that was awful. I think there was like a nine year old girl in, um, where was it? It was a nine-year-old girl. No, six-year-old girl kicked her bat. Her basketball landed in a black man's yard, and the black man shot her dad and shot. Actually, the tried to shoot the six-year-old girl, and the bullet grazed her face. Just trying to retrieve a basketball out of a yard, and that was, I think, in North Carolina, like. You know that that girl's dad was in is in critical in d- condition over a basketball, and it's mm-hmm. that's just as sad as Ralph Ural getting shot, ringing a doorbell. But you know we don't we don't see equal coverage of these things. I mean that that's just yeah. kind of the stuff that bothers me a little bit about yeah these whole well the the media so, isn't I don't know that they're. I don't know that their intentions are nefarious or anything like that. I think their uh, their coverage is based on what's going to sell, right? They're trying to get clicks. people to watch. They're trying to get clicks. They're trying to make money, and this is what what gets people talking. This is um, this is how people. This is how people what gets people engaging, right? Uh, it gets them stirred up, and that's when they start commenting, and that that uh, increases the traffic mm-hmm. on their website and through their uh, TV channels, and that's where they make their money. That's why they're True. that's why they cover it the way that they do. And yeah, and Fox sucks. and Fox News does the same thing, right? Where Fox News uh, they play the other side, but they're trying to get their people stirred Rowed up. up. Yeah. But so the thing the people is, continue to click. Yeah. the way media is now and with the, these young, impressionable minds, uh, yeah. this the these things actually turn into action now. Uh, I know. Well, <laughs> that, all, that's social media, right? So That's social media, but yeah. it's a real yeah. thing. That's why I remember when social media just came out, everybody's like, well, social media is fake, you know, and it, yeah. what happens on social media is not real. You know, that used to be kind of the attitude when, gosh, I guess what, 2005 to 10, like Mm -hmm. you could post whatever you want on social media. That's not real life. That's kind of was the attitude. But now, you know, you see like Trump getting indicted for his tweets on, or I don't know if he got officially indicted, but 
criminally like assessed like because he was tweeting on that january 6th day like for his mm-hmm. tweets like everything you do online is now um you know it's not fake it's real it there's yeah. real consequences like at what point do these news companies need to be held account accountable for like the hate they're propagating like it's it's almost oh, yeah. ridiculous but they don't it's unchecked they're unchecked they with are. their you know the way they kind of like play these events you know yeah the the bias mm-hmm. so as as like maybe true patriot podcast may be uh <laughs> held accountable for our views we try i try to play middleman on everything i mean i love our country yeah and i don't want to see people hate each other over what they watch on their freaking phone you know i hate to see that i don't know if you saw the reel i shared on uh our podcast page this week the one on morgan freeman Mm -hmm. with morgan freeman did you see it yeah he said uh well the guy asked him what he thought about black history month blah blah blah. he said he hates it that's not the point the guys ended up asking him well how do you stop racism and morgan freeman said you quit talking about it yeah he said you he said you quit calling me a black man and i quit calling you a white man he said you are a man and i'm a man i said i'm not a black man he said i'm just a man and you're just a man and the guy says well well i'm jewish (laughs) 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 like in the middle of all this all this talk he like (laughs) morgan was trying to define himself as a black man the other guy's white and in the middle yeah. of the interview the guy at some point says well i'm jewish I'm like, jewish. <laughs> like <laughs> he's like okay i'm glad that you just missed that entire point <laughs> but like morgan freeman said the way you get rid of this crap is stop defining these lines as mm-hmm. black man white man this man yeah. that man like we're all men and we all need yeah. to treat each other equally or this country does not get better yeah. and it sucks that that's what these, like you said, there's CNN and Fox news and they both play on these opposite lines. And, you know, when CNN picks up a, a, a white man shoots black uh, man story, then Fox news is going to pick up black man shoots white mm-hmm. story. And it's just like, Oh, yeah. it's just like, gosh, it's when, do, when does it stop? Like it's exhausting. It really is. It really is, but whatever. That's yeah. where you turn into True Patriot Podcast to point it out, call it out for what it is. It's bull crap, and it sucks. But yep. that's my current. That got me all fired up this week. That's in my <laughs> current events. So sorry, but I just wanted to address it because I don't know. It's on the news. It's what people are talking about. So yep, fan the flames of hate and. Stop. Just stop. All right. <laughs> what else you got? You got a what the crap? I do have a what the crap. My what uh, the crap. My what the crap this week's kind of concerning, actually. Um <laughs> is there just one this, this week? Just one this week. Um so this is in Arizona, and uh, a mother, this woman receives a call. Um, from a kidnapper says, I've got your daughter. Uh, the kidnapper puts the daughter on the phone 
daughter's crying, saying she doesn't want to die, saying she doesn't know what happened. She made a mistake, all this stuff. She's clearly distressed. Kidnapper says, uh, give me $1 million or, or else, basically. Says what he's going to do to her. Um, pretty gruesome stuff. Yeah. Um, the whole time, the mom is trying to call the daughter and get a hold of her, but she's not answering her phone. So she ends up getting authorities involved and everything. And um, then the daughter calls her back. And the daughter says, what are you talking about? I've been safe at home or safe at work this entire time. I've been just, I was on the phone with a customer. Um, couldn't take your call. I've been at work this whole time. I haven't been kidnapped. Yeah. And she goes, well, I know that it was your voice on the phone. What are you talking about? Right. Turns out the kidnapper was using AI, artificial intelligence, to mimic the daughter's voice to the point where it fooled her mom into believing that it was actually her daughter that was kidnapped. It was just a computer generated voice uh, that mimicked her daughter's voice and said whatever the guy wanted it to say. Yeah. And what did she do? Like uh, pay a ransom or something or what? No. I mean, once she, once she heard from her daughter, she's like, well, this is, this is a scam. So she, she uh, ended up figuring out it was a scam, didn't? But they haven't found the guy. That guy's still out there doing this to other people. Yeah, I actually saw a few things about that type of scam going on this week. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Could have been a current event, but yeah. there's a there's scams going on where they're using AI to take people's voices and try to you know scam. They're gonna. They're obviously it's new technology. They're working on their scams, right? Yeah. To extort money from hysteric, you know, it's obviously going to be a rush thing. Um, yeah. It's going to be some some traumatic thing, and at the end of the day, they're going to be trying to get money. So it's, they're going to make it a ransom thing, I guess. But yeah, I mm-hmm. I saw not only the one you're talking about. I saw a few of those this week. It's a new thing. Yeah. And it's crazy. I don't know how many spam calls you get like a week. I think I feel like I get Quite like five. Yeah. And that's these people in these third world countries across the nowhere, like just with a internet connection that have nothing else to do. They're just <laughs> gonna try to scam people out of some money with their AI. Yep. It's probably gonna be a common thing. It's awful. Yeah. That is awful. Crazy. Yeah, it's concerning. Yeah. What the crap? <laughs> what the crap, man. Gosh, so I have I got three pretty good what the craps. We're gonna try to get right. through them. <laughs> so my first one is a uh, Tennessee Air National Guard uh, guardsman. Mm-hmm. He was arrested this week after applying online to be a hitman. Okay, okay, he's trained. So he, his name is Josiah Garcia, and he was arrested after he was trying. Like we, this kind of just goes with the uh, what we were just talking about. How it used to be like, oh, online's fake. Well, the crap you do online now is real. So this guy <laughs> applied to be a hitman on a parody website called RentAHitman.com. <laughs> 
So the site is mostly what what they call it. Uh, what do they call parody sites? Um, satire. 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 So it's like a satire site, right? Um, mm-hmm. app- apparently, it's called rentahitman.com. And uh, the site, you know, I don't know. It's I guess it's kind of, I haven't been to the site. Don't fill anything out on the site or the FBI will be on your ass, apparently. But uh, apparently there's like some satire things like you can like check a box during the questionnaire about your prior experience. And it mentions something about Trump University and that's basically the only thing I got about the whole thing that was satire. But anyways, Hosiah thought the site was real and was uh, filled out the questionnaire. There's a form on the site and he cited his military experience and uh, (laughs) everything. And he said, I'm looking for a job. This is in the questionnaire. I'm looking for a job that pays well and is related to my military experience shooting and killing the marked target so I can support my kid that is on the way. So apparently has a baby on the way. Oh my and this goodness. Is the, so the mm. people that own the website got his form. They were concerned and they've worked with the FBI before on Ooh. stings through their website. Yeah. So they put him in touch in a back and forth email with the FBI agent specifically for him. Yeah. And then they then set up they set him up and said you know back and forth with the emails they ended up having him meet the fbi agent to f- to fulfill a hit it's like a <laughs> like that's a how far line. it went to ca- yes, it's it like, like to, to catch a predator yeah yes yeah, so it was like to catch a predator it was like to catch a hitman and he <laughs> actually met the fbi agent in a diner to get the hit to carry out and then that's when they decided you're arrested son you're going to jail now you're not a hitman you're a freaking tennessee air national guardsman on rentahitman.com that thinks he's really a hitman yeah what the crap crap, man what the crap you got it yeah and that's just on the regular interwebs like you got to go on the dark web to get that stuff hosiah like Gosh, yeah, dude. I just I just pulled up their website and it says, "Did you dark, really?" It says the dark web is not safe, but we are <laughs> on the rentahitman.com. Yeah, yeah. Don't fill oh, out the man. form; you'll get your own personalized FBI agent to interact. Hey, with. <laughs> maybe I should fill out the form. Maybe you, yeah, maybe you should. Uh, <laughs> if you really want to f- screw your life up, just uh, you get an email. You say, "Hello, FBI." <laughs> <laughs> I bet they have had like who wants to who wants to mess with the FBI? Honestly, um, yeah. my other what the crap? A Texas man. Okay, he has been sentenced to life in prison. After his ninth DUI charge, I just thought that was kind of, I don't know what to think about that. How old is he? He's 50 years old. Ooh. He's got a series of mug shots here uh, that he looks progressively worse in. Um, He's sentenced to life in prison by the jury after his ninth DUI claim. And in his defense, he claimed he was more unlucky than irresponsible after repeatedly being caught driving under the influence. Uh, Parker County, Texas, uh, Fort Worth, 
So he just he just needs a woman to say that she was trying to kill him, and it was uh, it was unsafe for him to be in the car or to be at that location. So he had to drive like that guy that we talked about before. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) That was when (laughs) then he got off of that. He got off on that DUI. He didn't get the right lawyer. I forget what state that was. You can get off a DUI if your life is in danger. And that's the reason you're driving. His, his life was in danger because his wife had just got caught him cheating and she was going to kill him. <laughs> and he got off on the DUI. And he got, case. And he got off. What so this this Crazy. Texas man, Christopher Stanford, didn't know about that defense. And yeah. he's got he's got convicted nine times. And and now he's got life in prison. I, I just I don't know what to think about it. I mean, gosh, nine times. Wouldn't you think on his eighth trip? You know, he got pretty scolded and they kind of might have told him what was coming if he did it again. I don't know. Probably. That's a lot of DUIs. <laughs> that's a lot of DUIs. But that's a lot of that's a lot of years to spend in prison if he's only yeah. 50 years old. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's my hey, take that for what you will. That's my other what do not crap. Do not drink and drive. Yeah, that's just not a good idea. So <laughs> even on your first one, if you don't get life in prison, it's still going to be pretty costly. So don't do it, but don't, uh, you know, don't do anything about that. But anyways, my third, what the crap is, did you know there is a tree in Georgia that owns itself? A tree There's a tree in Georgia that has legal ownership of itself. It's on huh. South Finley Street, Athens, Georgia. The city cannot leg- legally tear the tree da- tear this tree down or build anything because the tree has its own legal rights to the property and they can't do anything about it. So in the early 1800s, a man had many great childhood memories with this tree and wanted to make sure it was protected no matter what. So he deeded the tree to own itself and everybody back then in the early 1800s just went along with her, like, whatever, huh. the tree owns property, right? And then in 1942, the tree died. Yeah. So it it's a dead tree. So it no longer owned itself for a period of time, right? Oh, uh, okay. The tree died, so the, so the owner of the property, he, the tree owned eight feet around the tree. There's a... There's a tree that owns itself in Athens, Georgia, and it's a it's a sixteen by sixteen square. It owns an eight foot perimeter around itself. Hey, and time uh, out, it, I got time out. We got a, we got a situation upstairs. Okay, I'll be right here. Bloody nose. Oh wait, what? Say that again. <laughs> Gary gave Henry a bloody nose. Dang. Yeah. Our freaking a- spiritual leader. Well, Henry is uh he deserved it. <laughs> a, he's a typical little brother and he likes to annoy the shit out of his older brother. <laughs> and um, don't 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 slander Gary like this. I, I think I don't think he he meant to. It was just kind of like a 
reaction. Leave me alone. Yeah. It was like a like get out of here kind of thing. And I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's chaos. It's off, it's off the rails. That's why these late recordings suck. That we need yeah. to get back on to the early recordings. Early recordings. Yeah, we do. It's tough, but we'll get we'll get back on we'll get back on the rails. But anyways, what I was gonna say is in nineteen forty two the tree died. Okay. But then a man, no one knows who, planted an acorn from that tree that owned itself. And it was decided in the court of law that that acorn was the legal heir to the property and it inherited. So now it's the tree that owns itself. Son is in its place (laughs) and the tree that owns itself. Son is still the legal and rightful owner to its, uh, uh, whatever it is. You're the math guy. Is it like, uh, 32 square feet or X, whatever, uh, length times width times height. (laughs) It's an eight. (laughs) It's a 16 by 16 square. 32. 16 by 16. No, it's how you do it. Length times width. 256. So 16 times 16. It's 256 square feet in Athens, Georgia is the tree that owns itself. Sun. It, nice. it, they they can't do anything about it because it they just don't know what to do. They it's in a good spot apparently. It's like so, the um, it's like what they call like in a big city when like they try to prime real estate. <laughs> yeah, it's like they can't negotiate with this yeah. tree. So now it's just like a, it's like a national treasure. Now it's like a funny thing. Yeah, it's so that tree is going to have an unfortunate accident. It's going to accidentally burn down or something. I don't know. That was my third <laughs> what the crap. I, I, I stumbled upon that article and I just wanted to throw that in there. I thought it was funny and cool and stupid. Yeah. yeah. And it's Imagine American, American as hell. <laughs> Imagine the guy who originally got the deed put in the tree's name. <laughs> like the court had to be like laughing at him right like whatever whatever dale just do it <laughs> like okay thomas <laughs> you can add deed the tree to your he's wearing a freaking powder wig this parcel <laughs> has been set forth for <laughs> i don't know what the tree's name is it has to have a name it has to that's for your own uh research i i you know i can lead the dog to the or a horse to water, but I can't make it drink. That's up to you guys to figure out the tree's legal name. <laughs> so, anyways, you ready to put this show uh, back on the rails? Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! We missed the whole segment. <laughs> you, yes, we missed a segment. <laughs> um, sports, 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 sports. sports, sports. Sorry, All sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> this kind of felt like a na- honestly, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should switch because it's honestly kind of the natural segue to go from what the crap to back on the rails kind of thing well, there we, well then we got to go to biden gaff right so you skipped two segments oh my gosh dude it's because <laughs> the show's just dragging on <laughs> all right uh, a couple <laughs> quick items in the nfl um the nfl oh. is suspended Four Lions players and one uh, Commanders player for gambling. 
They broke the gambling policy. Oh, yeah. One of them is uh, Jamison Williams, who's the uh, he was an Ohio State wide receiver, transferred to Alabama, and he was first round draft pick. He got suspended for six games. They said that he placed bets while he was at the facility, but he was not betting on football. Okay, so that's they're just not allowed to gamble at all. They're not allowed to gamble at all while they're in the place and never on football. So mm, interesting, kind of, kind of interesting. Um, kind of not really. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got the NFL draft coming up this week. Um, oh yeah, when's that? It starts Thursday, Thursday night. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah. So C.J. Stroud, of course, the Buckeye quarterback. He, uh, he's been dropping in the uh, mock drafts this week because oh, yeah? why they so they so one of the uh, ways that they grade all of these prospects is. Uh, they give them a test. It, it used to be the Wonderlick test was like the the one. It's like fifty questions and yeah, like twelve minutes. How many you can get right? They've moved on from the Wonderlick. There's a more in depth test that tests uh, how you respond to things and uh, how your brain uh, processes information and problem solving skills and things like that. Is it's it called perhaps? S- oh, I was it's, say- called the, it's called the S two. I was gonna say is it A B test? Is it Antonio Brown? <laughs> <laughs> he probably would not have done well on the test. Okay. Sorry. So they said they said they've been doing it for, for a number of years now and that they've never had they've had people score well on the test that have turned out to be bad quarterbacks, but they've never had someone do poorly on the test and turn out to be a good quarterback. So um so some of these scores got leaked this week and uh, you know, most of them around like a 90, like Bryce Young, who's the Alabama quarterback. He'll probably go first in the draft. He scored like a 96. Right. Um, and a lot of these other school, or a lot of these other quarterbacks uh, scored 70s, 80s, 90s. They did pretty well. What's the test called? The S2. S2. T- okay. G- keep going. So it's an S2 C- cognition test. Yes, that's it. Okay. So. CJ Stroud reported like he I- scored IQ test. Yes. He scored an 18%. Hmm. A, that's not a high state education, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't be that because the guys in the SEC all scored in the 90s. <laughs> so what? Uh, what did anyway. you just what's that have to do with that? The SEC can't read. <laughs> Some bias coming out here. So, anyways, uh, anyway, uh, so the the founder of this S two cognitive test has actually come out and said that these results are not real. That like that is a that's a fake result. That's that is not true. Um, but it's out hmm. there, and you know, people are are going to read it. They're going to see it, and they're going to put it in their mind. And when it comes time to for a team to draft CJ CJ Stroud, that's what the fan base is going to be thinking of. Um, uh, yeah. So, dude, I, I kind of want to take this test. <laughs> how how do we take the test? I don't know. I have no idea. 
Interesting. Um, I, honestly, I'm going to look it up. I don't, I don't know if it's like some secret thing kept in a padlock to safe or anything, but that'd be interesting if we took the test. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that to. we can decide. Uh, yeah, so like you said, I, I'm Googling this. The founder of the test came out, Brandon Ally, mm-hmm. and he's aware of scores being leaked. And he, like you said, is quoted to say this the test should be taken with a grain of salt and they're not true, but this guy's whole livelihood's probably made off of selling this test to people like the NFL. Oh, yeah. Green oh, people absolutely. for their cognitive ability. Yeah. But obviously CJ Stroud's a good quarterback. Right. <laughs> like right. you know but it's all it's always about how do you handle the the next level, right? The game's faster and it's more complex. And you have to be able to see the, you have to be able to make the right decision a lot faster. Yeah. Um, so I think what's happening here is a team, there's a team, um, some probably somewhere in the top 10, maybe, you know, in the five to seven range that really, really, really like CJ Stroud. And yeah. they're trying to convince everybody else that he sucks. Don't take him so that he'll fall in the draft to them. Yeah, I mean, he's really a. It's kind of like a. He's not. He. It's not like he relies much on his running ability. He's a like a pure yeah. thrower, kind of pocket QB. Right. He doesn't um, run. He he actually. That's one of the knocks on him is that he refuses to run. He won't <laughs> right. do it. A lot of these <laughs> newer, the new age guys will take off, and that was kind yeah. of like you said, the Buckeye fans gripe about him is that it's like he wouldn't he'd want to throw which what right. what is that like that requires a high level of cognition uh maybe not that this test can detect it i mean the the time will tell if he's a good nfl quarterback or not i'm not here to knock it either way but it is interesting it I is say, i can say that yeah yeah so this is the test for the s2 test like we'll see how it does yeah interesting yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else? Like, uh, yeah, is there, like, I got oh, a story okay. that I think that you would like. Okay, uh, switching gears here. College football now. Um, Nebraska okay. had their Nebraska had their spring game. Did you see any of this? Yeah, I'm a big Nebraska guy. Yeah, <laughs> watch the whole thing. Well, you're not a Nebraska fan, but you are a Frank Solich fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was there. He actually came. He came home to Nebraska. Did he? Um, he was on the field with them, and you know. Uh, they actually gave him uh, a game ball after they ran the first play. They gave the game ball. That's pretty Solich. cool. Yeah, that's cool. They're reliving the good old days, huh? The good old days. <laughs> <laughs> they ousted old Frank and they sent him exiled him to my alma mater. Yep. And I'm glad they did because that was a that was a good time in OU uh, Ohio University sports when Frank was there. Yeah, uh, and they they are not glad that they did that because Nebraska has been garbage since. Yep, uh, Frank's <laughs> an awesome guy, good leader. Uh, mm-hmm. Learned a lot from him. Everything we talk about in this show, adaptability, leadership. He really set the example, and that showed wherever he was. I know he wasn't perfect in mm-hmm. uh, every aspect of his life, but. I have to say, playing for him made me just another great influence on my life. Just want to sure. leave it at that. So yeah. that's awesome. 
love a Frank yeah. Solich update. I thought he's a beast. Too. Like yeah. He's a beast too. He's a like a hundred fifty pound running back at Nebraska. He's a, he started <laughs> off why he's got the Nebraska roots. He played for Nebraska, then he coached for Nebraska. and was a good coach, and mm-hmm. you know the rest is history, right? So, yeah, well, that's awesome. Freaking amp me up, dude. <laughs> I, I thought it might. <laughs> is that is that it? That's all I got. I I think I might have thrown a couple things in there, but you know, it's not really that important. So screw it. You're my sports guy. Let's uh take it off the rails here. <laughs> Biden gaff of the week. Here it is. Disabled Americans on Medicaid, Medicaid, not Medicare, treatment they need for asthma and diabetes so the wealthiest Americans keep cheating on their taxes. By that, I'm saying every wealthy American cheats on their taxes. But you have, we have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E I G H percent. Eight percent. I proposed a better way. How about starting with big oil? Guess what? We still gonna need some oil. <laughs> but we made they made a two hundred billion dollars in profit last year in the middle of a global energy crisis because they weren't reinvesting in refineries. All right. Re- Anyways, so the gaff is uh, hopefully you can hear that well, but he misspelled the word eight. He said <laughs> e- <laughs> you know how much they paid taxes? Eight. E-I-H. <laughs> you know how much they pay in taxes? E-I-G-H. <laughs> but then he goes on, and now Biden. You know, I mean, the Biden family, are, they are energy experts, as uh, Hunter Biden was paid a huge amount of money for his energy consultant expertise by Chinese yeah. energy companies. I, so, the, the you know, there's some credibility here. As you can tell, he's not reading from a teleprompter or anything like that. Like... Dude, the Bidens know their energy. Sharp dudes. So he goes Sharp on dudes. to kind of tell us how energy, what energy companies should be investing their profits into. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, capitalism, right? Let's uh, let's tell dude, companies how to spend their money. Dude, you just listen to old Sleepy Joe, you'll be on the right track. So, <laughs> anyways. You don't put that, put the things back on the rails with our ruthless, tough, masculine spiritual leader, Gary. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. John thirteen thirty four. And what's that mean? It means that you should be kind and love one 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 and another, mm-hmm. and um, and even if you disagree with people, you should still love them. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay to disagree with people, but we should still love them, right? Yeah. And why? Because God loved. Us. Because God loves us. Absolutely. Good job, buddy. Gotta love it. That's a thinker there. Yeah, it was. 
something we can all do a little bit better. You know, we're all children of God. And like I said, in other episodes, Satan's real. So, you know, everybody's a child of God and we got to steer them in the right way and love them. Even uh, if they're picking the wrong path, we got to do our best to put people on the right path. And that's what we're trying to do. All right. That's the show. Freedom on.